Two Guys, One Shaker Cup podcast, hosted by Joshua Shaw Happy and Ryan Buckeye. Happy 2021. That's hard yeah. to say. You, you, yeah, I've I've been tripped up a mul- multiple times already. Um, I I don't know if it's because 2020 felt like it took 12 years or something. We didn't. I I don't know. I didn't know if we skipped a couple years. I wasn't sure. See, it took 12 years for you. It took like three weeks for me. I feel like 2020 yeah. was just like super quick. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it, we're, it's 2021. New Year's resolutions. People in the gym. If the gyms are open, excited to start this new. Uh, path of fitness, this new healthy lifestyle. They want to grow up to look like Josh Shaw. And there's already drama in the world in terms of like, when I say the word media, I guess, what does that invoke in you? When I say media, like what's the first thought that comes to your head? Well, I guess I get the thoughts of like just bad things from last year. But I also think, I guess like gatekeepers, I guess is kind of how I I think about it. And I think more like if you're saying media, I think about it as more like traditional media, not necessarily like, you know, social media. It's interesting because when I think of media too, I think of a, a, I think of bias and Hey, I run a media platform. So there I am. Um, The other thing is too, is like, Persuasive. I, I feel like the the media is extremely persuasive in which people read, watch, listen, and they're quick to they're quick to believe what they're told. I mean, like we we've had this conversation all of twenty twenty in terms of the COVID and what people people losing the inability to think for themselves. And uh, what came out, and this is kind of how that stemmed this topic of conversation, is we posted this on the Fitness Informant platform, but Cosmopolitan magazine. Extremely, at least it was. I don't know. I don't. I don't purchase it. I, I'm sure that you have a, a yearly subscription to it. But it's it's targeted towards you know females ages like you know 14 to say 22. I mean, it's a teen magazine typically. With you know going into college, I remember my high school girlfriend had a subscription to Cosmo. It was a thing to read. They have. I don't know, like risque sex stories and, and things, right? That's when you're discovering your body and you're discovering who you are as a, as a woman. And uh, they had a, a, a magazine ad, a couple of them, in which had a picture of a, I'll just say, I'm not, I'm not going to be the only question, like an obese woman. I mean, you can just tell visually when somebody is overweight and obese. And the, the headline said, this is healthy. Now, just f- to make sure that all the cards are out on the table for this, if you actually read the article, it's essentially talking about how these large women are, are afraid to go into a gym or afraid to go work out because they get made fun of or people you know, maybe judge them for being there. First and foremost, if you're one of those people who do that to others, like you're an idiot. Like, but the headline, the clickbait was, this is healthy with an image of a large-sized woman that stemmed a lot of debate and conversation within our field um, and I wanted to have just an open dialogue about it and figure out, like, what are we doing? Because I, I'm, I took the stance of saying, like, this is bullshit. This is not – if you're a 16-year-old female and you see that on the newsstand, does it promote that, hey, it's okay to do this? Because it's very important to understand, and this is my opinion, this is not the opinion of Josh Shaw's or anybody else, that self-love and inner beauty are not reflective of health. They are not two in the same. You can be beautiful and be large. You can love yourself and be large. That doesn't mean you're healthy. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. I mean, I think that those things are um, not one and the same. Um, I think there's a lot of like misconceptions, I think, because of going back to the gatekeeper idea where originally a lot of the ideals of what healthy was was skinny Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, and that's even probably the same as somebody that's maybe obese because just be somebody is, you know, rail thin or, or whatever, that doesn't necessarily mean that that person is healthy. And I think that the definition of healthy is, 
is very complex, right. I think. Um, and it's hard sometimes to even look at somebody and know if that person is, is healthier or not. You know, obviously weight at the highest obese level, that's pretty objective. You can look at that and say, this person is, is not healthy mm-hmm. um, because they have all these other higher risks of, of different um, nutrition-based right. or other types of things they're just dealing with, even with just like joint pains and, and, a, and a bunch of things like that, that, you know, has nothing to do with just like, you know, diseases, but just like, just not necessarily something that you'd want to deal with as a, as a person. Um, but I think that the, and I had to kind of get caught up on this because, you know, when you mentioned this, I was trying to um, understand maybe what was going on. Cause I did see some people sharing it and, and sharing some not very nice things about the cover and, and all those types of things. And I looked and I think there's, there's 11 maybe different covers. I don't think there's a few that probably polarized people really big. And sure. there's a lot of them that were, you know, actually like, you know, boxers or, or people that were maybe um, CrossFitters or, or different things like that. And they just had a bunch of different images of what healthy was supposed to be considering. And, and obviously you're only looking at one cover, right. maybe or two covers, and maybe that's taking it out of context because under the I'm healthy, I think it was 11... Uh, women talk about, you know, the, there's no one size fits all to wellness. And I totally agree with that. I You're think right. that there's no that. one size fits all to wellness. I think everybody needs to take a personal approach to wellness and each person needs to figure out what that is and what that journey is. Um, but if you do just take out the few that looked, uh, you know, extremely obese, um, and you say this is healthy or whatever that, that word they, you know, phrase that they used, it, it can trigger a lot of people. And, um, in this time frame where people are really looking to just kind of fight anything, it's kind of, you, somebody puts something out there and, and you're going to have a polarizing thought. There isn't too much of what you and I are going to talk about here and, and just kind of understand both sides of it and look at it from all different angles. And how does that work within the construct of business and, and all these different things. We're going to look at that much differently than most people. They're going to look at it and they're just going to get a visceral reaction right. one way or another. And I went on Twitter, which I always tell people, if you ever want to see what people are really thinking, just go on Twitter to understand yeah. because you'll get such a like just nasty one way or another, just what people are thinking. You'll see what other people are commenting on it. And you can see really like the pulse of like how people are, are feeling about different situations. And I went on there and I, and I saw both sides. It was like, wow. I felt like I was back in the political uh, arena where we were, you know, trying to figure out who was going to be back on the bodybuilding.com message boards, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I felt like. So yeah, I mean, this is definitely a hot topic. This is definitely something that, you know, if we're spinning this back into business, I'm sure we'll get back into that. Um, it is something that really is, you got to take into account, um, because this is a, not only a trending topic, but this is a reality of life today. It's interesting because you mentioned like all the different covers, but obviously these are the two that I honed on to because I feel like it portrays the wrong message to the youth of America in terms of, like you, you mentioned, obesity is objective. It's unhealthy. Visceral fat is unhealthy. The leading cause of death in America is heart disease, which is traditionally linked to obesity, diabetes, all these other things that come out of being obese, including death by COVID. Okay, and, and I'm just saying, like, time-wise, when this magazine launches, like, we're still in the middle of this COVID crisis pandemic, whatever that we want to call it, in which if you traditionally look at who are, is actually succumbing to this virus, it is the elderly and it is the obese. Okay, so I think time-wise, maybe not the greatest, but if Cosmo's intention was to get people talking, they did a great job. 
Same with, uh, and, and I don't know, I, I wanted to maybe like, look, okay, well, what did Nike do with Colin Kaepernick? But they know who their audience was, and they understood that this is going to resonate and it's going to increase sales. I, I don't think that Cosmo thought to themselves, like, this is who our audience is. But, you know, we don't live in a world in which we should be, uh, I guess, looking at Ken dolls and Barbie dolls and being like, this is, this is what health looks like. Like, I posted an image yesterday of me on my competition prep and said, that wasn't healthy. Being that lean and being that depleted, that's not healthy. But the difference that I said was I didn't go around telling people I was. I didn't go around with a headline saying this is healthy because that would have been false. Just like I feel like the headline yesterday was false or, or five days ago, whatever it was. But there, in business, I guess th- this is good for our community in terms of sports nutrition because we can look at that and say, no, it's not. And then you could say these are products that can help you look healthy or be healthy. I mean, you could you could obviously spin it any way you want. But then I look at a brand like Dove, and we, we kind of talked about this before we came on here, is, is they've embraced this self-love, this body positivity theme. I mean, if you look at their campaigns, which I thought was one of the most brilliant marketing campaigns ever done in terms of CPG, is celebrating plus-size women. More or less saying, like, these women are beautiful. And our skincare products and our lotions and our soaps and things of that nature can, can help with that. Um, they didn't go around saying that these are healthy. They just said that these are, these are beautiful women, which, yes, you, you could agree, disagree with that. I think when it gets into a, a topic in which I'm passionate about, which is reducing obesity, because I think obesity is the leading cause of driving health care costs in our nation, amongst other things, I, I take offense to that because I work so hard every day in building a platform to help educate and inform people to help make better decisions to prevent that, to prevent obesity, or at least fight against it. If you're an obese individual, you're a fat person. We can call it what it is. But you're taking the necessary steps to improve your life, whether you're going to the gym, you're doing beach body, you are counting calories, whatever it is, congratulations. Like, you need to be applauded. Just because you're obese or fat doesn't – I'm not trying to write you off – if you're working on trying to be better, but if you're going around proclaiming to people that this is healthy, like I, I feel like you're trending a line of, of being dangerous, especially to the youth who can just look at something like, hey, it's okay if I let myself go, or it's okay if I eat all this stuff that's not great for me or McDonald's once a day and look like that because they say it's okay. And that's where I, I have the biggest issue. But to your point, like these boxers and things that are undercover, you and I can't look at that picture and say this person's actually healthy. Based on the visual appearance, right? So like, I think a lot of times we can look at a picture and we look visually. Are they beautiful or are they ugly? Are they fat? Are they skinny? Whatever. But when you look at somebody who is overweight and it's, it's apparent, you can say with almost 100% validity that that person is probably unhealthy. There's something going on in their life and they're either working towards being healthy or, or whatnot. But if I look at a boxer who's got six-pack abs and muscles, the, the general consensus is that person's healthy. But we actually – you can question that one a little bit more than saying somebody somebody who's overweight, I don't think you can question as much as saying somebody like myself or you who look healthy, but are we really? Do we have high blood pressure? Do we have mental health issues? We don't know that, but I think, again, tied back to obesity, you kind of know with almost 100% validity that they aren't the healthiest in the world. Yeah, and I guess I was thinking about when you were mentioning some of these things around some of the conversations we've had around like fake it till you make it like with entrepreneurship and things like that. Yeah, and that I got us some flack on making- social media. I loved it. Like I'm making the connection between this in the sense that like I am totally okay with, um, you know, somebody that's obese or overweight or whatever, you know, loving themselves, loving everything, um, being positive, sharing positivity, doing all those types of things. Because I think that you, that's a, that's a mindset that regardless of what your body is, is that you should have that. And I think that throughout this, there should be something 
and I think this is where most people are getting triggered by the Cosmopolitan is, is that that statement was not really followed up by something on the cover that says right. like, this is a work in progress or, or something like that, where it's okay to love the p position you're in today, but also realize that you're on a journey to probably hopefully get healthier, um, whatever that context is, be that mental health, be that physical health, whatever that is in terms of your total holistic type of wellness mm. situation. But similarly with like entrepreneurs, a lot of times we see them, you know, post a watch or we post something like that. And we think to ourselves like, wow, they're successful they're or they're, they're doing great things or they're such a great entrepreneur or whatever that is, is like in reality is they're on this journey that they're trying to get to this point. And they don't normally do very much to tell that as well. I, I don't think a lot of people really um, spend the time to actually preface things by saying, hey, I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm really learning things through. I'm still trying to get better. A lot of times it's just I'm successful. I'm this great business person. I'm whatever. And in reality, if you think about this in, in kind of relative to you know Warren Buffett or Jeff Bezos or something like that, they're nobody. They're a speck of dust. They're they're a peon, and like you have to think about that. And I guess in the same sense, like yeah, if you if you relate this to something that's like an outward appearance in the body, yeah, it's easier to tell. But you don't really know how like healthy that person is comparable to like the person with the abs or the the bodybuilder or or whatever. It's it's harder to tell, I guess you could say, on like what is healthy because I think that just the outward appearance. Same with like success. It's Hard to tell. Like some people like to wear four dollar T-shirts and holy jeans or, or Walmart shoes or whatever. That's what they like. That doesn't mean that they don't have multiple millions of dollars in the bank. It's just right. that they would rather just spend their money on other things or whatever. And then the person on the flip side might have millions of dollars in debt, but they have the nice flashy clothes and the nice flashy, you know, whatever. So it's it's hard. I think I, I'm relating it to those things because I'm like it's also hard in that sense to like even know you know, what's successful, because that's a little bit harder to tell, similar to like what is healthy. Sometimes it's harder to know what is healthy and what's not. Obviously, there's the full extreme. Like if you see somebody and pluck them off the street of uh, homelessness or something, probably they're not successful. They might be undercover or something, but odds are they're probably not. Similar to if you're somebody that's, you know, 400 pound woman, you're not going to look at her and go, she's probably healthy, but she might also be, you know, into fitness. She might be on the early parts of her journey. She might be doing all those things to get better in her life. Just right now, it's going to take some time for her maybe to wrap her head around it. Right now, she's working on her mental health over her physical health or whatever. Now, I'm not really trying to like, you know, be the positive person of the spin on this story because I, I don't agree to like go out there and tell people that you're healthy if you're, you know, obese person or something like that. But bringing this into like the brand side of things and, our space specifically of sports nutrition, there has to be something eventually that, that, that people realize is that in America, I think it's somewhere around 44 45% of Americans are obese. Mm -hmm. That means it's almost the majority. And, and that was 2017, 2018 CDC numbers. So like the, these things have been getting worse. So like we might be at the point where it's, it's over 50%. So as a brand that's working on fitness and working on getting people to become um, healthier people or whatever the um, value propositions of the brand is, you have to be, I guess, realistic about your customer base. A lot of them are obese. Mm -hmm. um, but if you would look on a social media of any of the brands in our space, I'd say 99% of them, you're not going to see one person that's overweight really or, or obese or anything like that. But the reality is that there's a lot of them. And for whatever reason, 
we don't show the journey. We don't show any of that. Like we will be quick to show the aspirational side of the brand and, oh, this is what you will ultimately want to be. And you're going to be this bodybuilder and get all these women or men or whatever it is. And the reality is there's a lot of people on the journey of getting healthier, right. but yet we don't show a lot of that. Um, and that honestly probably holds back a lot of brands because yeah. the brands that are the biggest brands in the world, the Herbalife's, the, you know, the Weight Watchers, the, you know, those are, they show the journey yes, and do. there's a reality of where their actual customers are. They probably more matched up to the actual customer mm -hmm. over the aspirational customer where most of the brands in our space of sports nutrition, they're really focused on like building up this crazy aspirational lifestyle that like very few people ever even get to. Right. Um, and, and it's really kind of a, to the detriment of them. Like I said, don't glorify it, but show the journey of it. Yeah. And they're not even doing that part of it. I love that. That, that. That's exactly the point I wanted to get to this on this podcast is like in the traditional marketing sense of our space, we are throwing up bodybuilders and models and just, you know, using them in advertisements. But in, but in Herbalife, who I absolutely despise because I, I know the shit's junk, they'll show, you know, they'll, they'll show Brenda, a uh, 47-year-old mom with two children who happens to be 30 pounds overweight taking this shitty shake, but they'll show the journey and it inspires others to be like, hey, if she can do it, so can I. Why don't we do that in our space? Like, not everybody who buys sports nutrition supplements is, is ripped and, and, and huge. Like, there are people that go into a vitamin shop, a GNC, a mom and pop, go on Amazon and they Google, like, all right, fat loss. And they start something, right? They always probably buy the, the dumbest fucking thing that they possibly can buy to start, but they, at least they take that step. And where I drew the line on, you know, in terms of like the Cosmo article, it's like this is healthy. They didn't tell the story on, on like the journey, and they could have done. I thought they could have done a better job. And it's clickbait 101. Mark Lobiner is king at this, right, Mark? Like just putting up a headline that um, grabs your attention and causes something like that to me is what really pissed me off because you know you look up the CDC numbers and teenagers in our country, 21% of teenagers are considered obese. That is a Huge number for children who should be playing, should be going outside, should be participating in, in physical education, whatever it might be. Like, my God, I can't. I mean, I was a fat teen, so I mean, I take offense to it. I was massive, and then, and I knew. I looked in the mirror and I said, "I'm fat." So, I, you know, when you look at, at our space, and we're, we we become such a snowflake society, like you know, what's funny, Josh. I think it's hilarious. Is is we've really shamed smokers so much. We make them stand 10 feet away from the building. They, they can't smoke at, I mean, when you look at a smoker, you think, ew, gross. You know what we don't do, or at least we do it in silence, is we look at somebody who's 50 pounds overweight, and we don't make them do something different. We don't body shame them. We don't make them go somewhere else, because that would be, that would be terrible. But what do we, and this is just a question for people listening to, in the sports nutrition world, do we ever stand up and say, maybe it's time we admit the truth, that we're fat. You're fat. Quit telling yourself you're, you're healthy. Quit telling yourself that you're in shape. The harsh reality is you're going to die 10 years before you're supposed to because you don't fucking take care of yourself. And I think of like when I say that, I think of like, okay, like the Joe Rogan podcast. He just tells you how it is. Mark Lobar tells you how it is. Andy Versella lately has been telling you and quite a bit has tells you what it is. But First Form doesn't really use that message in their marketing. So when do we, when do we stop giving a fuck? When do we stop saying like, you know what, we need to have a reality check here. Let's take what Cosmo did in America and say bullshit. Like, if you think this is healthy, you're, you're, this is the problem. This is the problem. I'm not saying this person over here is healthy, but I'm saying this isn't. Let us help you get there, and let's show the journey. Because I think there's an opportunity there. Not, you don't have to body shame somebody. But I, I, I think as long as we keep tippy-toeing around this topic and saying, hey, it's okay, or we can't say that because it's not politically, polit politically correct, 
as a sports nutrition brand, as a brand who was launched because we actually care, if you do, about the journey and the health of our consumer, does it become our obligation to stand up and say and tell it how it is? I think part of the problem, and we've mentioned this on previous episodes, is that the brands in our space, unfortunately, don't have the collective, I guess, same goal of like trying to get people to be healthy. Um, and that is, you could see it by the products that they sell, um, the way that they formulate products, things of that nature, the way that they market, the way that, you know, it's always the extreme level of trying to, I don't want to say ramp up performance or, or, or something where it's like, you know, is a 600 milligram stimulant or something healthy? Is that really what's determining or getting you healthy? No, but that's what sensationalizes in terms of what sells and people want it because it's a feeling and they, and they, whatever. And we sell it because it makes us a lot of money and it's high margin and it's, you know, something that really, you know, draws attention to your brand. But you know, there's general health and wellness products, the things that are starting to get more popular in our space, um, that idea of thinking about health and wellness and, and how there's there's more to it than the time frame or use occasions around the gym. Like there's more than the pre-workout, the post-workout, and maybe whatever you do like around your meal time. Like there's the, there's the sleep, there's the stress, there's the different things that you need to account for that all goes together to become more healthy that has these different triggers that you need to be aware of. Um, you don't see a lot of even brands talking about like just the rest of the picture. Like supplements are only like a few percentage of the big picture of like what is going to become you, you of, as a healthy person. Right. But yet they only talk about that specific part of it. They don't give you any other tools. They don't give you any other way to help yourself. They don't do anything like that. They don't even talk about even basic things like, Hey, go get your blood work done or, you know, do these things like just more like preventative, you know, indicators looking at like, how can we fill in the gaps here? You don't necessarily have to offer any of these right. products, but there should be something where you're like having a conversation, a story with somebody and letting them know, like, these are the ways to potentially help yourself get more healthy or whatever. It's like for whatever reason, it's like product centric. Let's focus on sensationalizing product over. Let's focus on the goal that we're all in business for, hopefully, is to get people to progress to their goals and get healthier. Most people, their goal is to get healthier. It's not to you know, step on stage or you know, become the most ripped person or whatever. It's really like can I become more healthy to live a little bit longer, live a little bit better of a life so that I can enjoy the world that I'm in, enjoy that I'm a human, that I have, you know, kids and, and a wife or, you know, whatever those types of things. You're trying to make sure that you get the most out of life there. It's not that you have these like crazy aspirational goals that you want to step on stage or you want to complete these marathons or you want to do all these things. Those are very few and far between where people want to do. Most people are just literally, they just want to just get incrementally a little bit more healthy. And for whatever reason, our space has lost any context of that. It's all to the extreme level of, of things. And I think that that's a mistake. And I think that's what holds back tons of brands because right. they don't take a good, good look backwards into and take a few steps back and say, what is the landscape of what I'm dealing with right now? Right. They don't. They're still stuck in their little silo, their little echo chamber, and they don't realize that there's some bigger things that are happening. And I think 
bringing this into like a brand that's kind of ancillary to the space, but I think a lot of fitness people really pay attention to is like Gymshark. Mm -hmm. And when they started to be more inclusive in terms of like the way that they show the bodies of the people wearing the clothes and all that stuff, it, it triggered a lot of people. They got really upset because they're like, what the heck is this? This is not the image that we want. But Gymshark understood that the reality is most people that are wearing our clothes do not look like these models that we've been showing for the last few years. We need to show a better picture of, of the actual customers, our persona, our, our you know, profiles of our customers. We can no longer just try to like show this like echo chambered kind of siloed gatekeeper thought of it. This, there's a reality that's behind that. And that's what's now, you know, makes that brand a, a multi-billion dollar brand at this point in terms of valuation. If, if they didn't do that, they would have been stuck as just another like little yep. fitness clothing brand that nobody knew of other than, you know, you and I and a few other people that talk about it on social media. If your marketing is the same as everybody else's, how are you going to stick out? And I think that, you know, Gymshark, great example, uh, Ghost, we've talked about them, like they use... Their dudes are – the guys are, are – I mean, they're in shape, but they're not, like, bulky muscle huge. Alani New, somebody that we, we talk about here quite a bit, they are so successful because they actually – I wouldn't – I'm not going to venture as far as saying they, they show the journey, but they're one of the most relatable brands to the average everyday person. You know, I mean, Katie Hearn and, and her husband, like, they're great on social, like Instagram if you follow those guys. Um, you know, very family-oriented, which is great. But in their marketing – and. I, I don't see, I never see bodybuilders. I never see like fitness competitors. It's always, it's not, you're not seeing, you know, obese people by any means, but you're seeing people that, like me and you, normal people. Maybe I'm not normal, but I mean, like most people are like, oh, okay. It's a softer approach to a reality is that supplements aren't just for freaks. I mean, they, they, they can be utilized by a lot of people. So I'm not saying that they took a page out of, Herbalife or Beachbody or whatever, but I think that they have a much better understanding than many of these companies. And we spend, I spend a lot of time talking about all these other companies that are doing cool things with their labels and things of that nature. Um, but in reality, like when do we when do we show the story and when do we show the journey? I think, and, and that's the takeaway that I want to leave people with on this podcast is like maybe it's time that let's let's not accept obesity as healthy. I think that's first and foremost. I think that's that's what we all need to do. Let's not promote that image of obesity is healthy, but if we can embrace like, hey, if 50% of America is overweight, then maybe we need to start showing 50% of pe these people in our ads and show the journey. Like if that's a huge buying audience and you know, you know that when people are overweight, they look in the mirror, they don't want to be overweight. You can't, I mean, you give me a hundred people in the world who are overweight and you ask them all, do you enjoy being overweight? I guarantee you're going to get, every answer is going to be no. And if they say they enjoy being overweight, they're lying to you because nobody enjoys being overweight. Everybody wants to look good. So, I mean, if you are able to say, like, maybe we don't need to be hardcore bodybuilding anymore. Maybe we can create a brand or be a brand that's for the people, by the people. Sounds cliche and weird. But, I mean, honestly, can we do that? And uh, I'm not, again, it exists. It's out there. We don't, I don't spend enough time talking about them. But maybe I should spend some more time talking about the Alliance News of the World because they're impressive. Impressive. Beyond means. I mean, you know Alliance News numbers better than most people, or at least what they've done. I mean, they... They, quite frankly, could be brand of the year. I mean, they, they do extremely well in what they do because they have a softer approach to marketing. So when you go in, I mean, have you, you know, as we, we wrap up this show, Josh, and, and you being a consultant and you going and talking to brands about their business strategy and maybe you touch on some marketing, you talk on positioning, does that conversation ever come up about showing the journey, maybe using different imagery, photography, whatever it might be, and change the perception of what you are to the public? 
Yeah, I would say this is pretty long in terms of how I've been, and, and this is probably last five plus years, I've been very adamant that brands show the reality of what's the market. Um, most of them look at me and they go, I'm not going to do that because they're scared for whatever reason. They've kind of got caught up into what the industry tells them that they need to do. Um, but I think more, as more and more people start to step out of that box and start to show things a little bit differently, then um, it becomes a little bit more guess comfortable, I guess, for people to do that. Um, I've always even went to the point where, you know, just the way that um, looking at like what beauty has been doing or personal care brands or things that I always look outside of the industry and what that as an inspiration, because they usually are doing things, maybe bleeding edge in different areas. So that they've been more towards that, like body positivity, beauty from within, you know, different ways that a woman or a man should look like to be handsome or good looking or whatever those words are. And for whatever reason, our space didn't do those things. It was always the cookie cutter women and men that looked a certain way. Those right. are the ones that, you know, were kind of put out there. And I said, this is not reality. You gotta, you gotta start to do those things. And it, and it was a little bit uncomfortable. The journey part of it for me was always, it made sense from a storytelling. Like you need to tell a story. Like everything is a story. It's one of these things where like, I always ask like, would you tune into this story that you're telling on your social media? That's always something that I tell people. Like if you look at your social media um, and, and look at it as the owner of your brand, would you want to watch your own show that you're producing? Most of them say no. Cause right. it's like, they it's boring or whatever. Like they're not showing it. It's too just, it's too disjointed. It's too, right. you know, whatever. It's it doesn't make any sense to them. So you have to like, I've been trying to relate things to people over the last couple of years in ways that make them kind of like take a step back and go, and it's made a lot more sense to people. And now that you're seeing a lot more of that out there, that they're not only showing more journey or showing more inclusivity or, or showing these things, because you just have to take more of the actual like customer base, the actual reality of, of things. And, and I want to make sure that, you know, I guess I mentioned because you, you said about, you know, when, when do we put our foot down and, and say this is, and, and I think that that is fine for people to do. And I, I think that there are certain personalities that will continue to do that because that's what they're going to stick to. And, and that's fine. And I have no problem with that because anybody's opinion that's theirs and, and I appreciate it. Uh, but I think it does at this point, at least limit the potential of whatever you're doing. Um, and you'll see that you mentioned this, a few people that maybe have a personal opinion, the opinion in their brand is much different because they know that we, you know, we can't really show the same extreme as in our personal life right. because there is such a limit that it creates because if we're, we're looking at 50% of the customer base is obese. And then I don't even know what the percentage is of like just overweight. Um, yeah. you know, what is that? That's like, you're, you're just basically telling like 75% of the market that they are shit. And you know, you're like, I don't want any piece of you. I don't want any part of you and my brand. If you're not perfect, I don't want a piece of you. I don't want your business. I don't want your money. And as an entrepreneur, that just, just baffles me. I just confuses the hell out of me. Cause I'm like, how do you turn on such a large part of the market? Unless you are like going full force into like this total niche, hardcore bodybuilder or whatever. And we've talked about this on so many different episodes that like those brands every single day become less relevant, become right. less important, become less viable in the market because less and less people are that image because they can see other things. They can see the rest of the, of the market. They know that there's other people like them and there's a lot more people that look like them than look like the people that they're showing on social media. So 
I, you know, overall, I think that this is something that is a good conversation. I think it's something that's been going on for a while. People should have been woken up this a while. I think that the Cosmo article, as we've kind of mentioned it, it's only telling half the story. It's we appreciate, and at least I appreciate the, um, the idea of like, though, not the one size fits all. We have to really show all these different journeys, but to say I'm healthy it's it's too much of an extreme when you're when you're you know on that spectrum. I think you have to really preface that with all those like, yeah, I'm getting healthier, or I'm you know I'm I'm in the process of getting healthy. I don't know how to like state that the right way, but it just seems like the most polarizing part of that is that people are seeing somebody that's a hundred, hundred fifty pounds overweight, and they're going, that's not healthy. X Y Z, all these different medical things, blah 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 blah. And I think most people agree, but I think there's more to this story than what most people are commenting on, I guess. Yeah. I'll end it with this because Josh made a point. This is, this is the takeaway, Josh. Tell me, tell me if I'm wrong. It's better to be loud about the 70% being shit than to be quiet. And what I mean by that <laughs> is by just ignoring them, to Josh's point, you're essentially saying, like, you're shit. You don't deserve our money versus approaching them, marketing to them, including them. You're speaking to them, and you're letting them know, like, you are unhealthy, maybe in a softer way, but you'll be better served by being vocal or loud about it than you are by being silent about it because you'll become more of an all-inclusive brand that promotes those individuals who aren't the perfect image of health to come into your world to pursue and go on the journey with you to become what we be, – become healthy, become that, that version of health that you want to be because – I don't believe there's a single version of health on America that, it, that exists that includes obesity. It just doesn't, and that includes the world. So um, if you're a brand, if you're somebody in the space, love to hear your feedback. It doesn't necessarily have to be directly correlated or, or on that magazine article, but takeaways from this. Like, do you, Were there points in this podcast that Josh or I made that you could maybe inject into your own world? You know, in a week, maybe we'll see a campaign with, with a bunch of the Dove women out there from 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 Glaxon or Ghost or something like that and say, hey, somebody heard us, Josh. Most likely, we're not going to see that. But we're yeah. trying here, people. <laughs> Hit that subscribe button on your podcast platform, iTunes, Spotify, watching via YouTube. Help us out. Write us a review. It helps out the algorithm. Like our social media pages, Two Guys, One Shaker Cup. We're on all the platforms. Eight, at Josh Shaw Consulting or J Shaw Consulting uh, Fitness Informant. Josh Shaw has got a new brand new website as well, if you guys have not seen that yet. It's very purdy. Um, and uh, I know you're proud about it. So until next time, Josh Shaw, stay healthy, my, my friend. Subscribe to our podcast. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and more. Follow us along on our social media channels. We're on Facebook, Two Guys, One Cup, Instagram, and Twitter.